Hey everybody, I am so excited to be here to celebrate my latest release, The Four Musketeers and the Great Egypt Escape. First, I see that I have Tish here in the chat. Tish, thank you so much for the amazing cover design. Absolutely loved working with you on this. Look, look how it came out. Look. Is absolutely gorgeous. So thank you so much, Tish. I know. And I want to say that your signed copy is coming in the mail. I uh, sent it off yesterday. So I'm excited for you to be able to have uh, your book cover on your shelf. So thank you for that. So hey, Shay with the hobbies. Nice to see you. Thanks for being here for the launch. I'm really excited to be able to share some of the behind the scenes with everybody. Just kind of hang out. Um, each book, it's a special event for me because my books are like my family. And they all deserve a place where they can, one, get celebrated. Two, where we can honor the people that have made this book possible. And three, just to tell the behind the scenes of the decisions that were made about the books. How did the books come to be? So that's the reason why I have the launch parties, just so I can hang out with everybody. And then, of course, we're going to be having some giveaways. Uh, I would love it if you guys, if you do not read Easy Reader Chapter Books, that's okay. You may know somebody, you may know family, friends that you can give these to. So still join in on the giveaways because I can then just send them to with special gifts. Oh, there's Nick. Hey, Nick, how you doing? I'm so glad you guys are here. All right. I want to share my screen and I want to go ahead and get the party started. Nick, I appreciate you guys being here. Oh, there we go. So first, the four musketeers are the characters in my book. And this is going to be a series. So this is them traveling through time. I'm sure you've already guessed it by the cover to ancient Egypt. But we have a new book that is going to be coming out very soon. I'm going to talk about that. And it's going to be ancient Greece. So good luck. Good luck, Tish. You know that uh, work for you is going to continue to be coming. Uh, you are the expert at cover design. I first want to say thanks to my mom. So my mom has uh, been gone since 2009. And we were cleaning out some drawers at the house. And I'm going to show you guys. I'm going to get out. I had to just say thanks to mom. Um, I want to show you guys how this book actually came to be. So I'm back. Hey, Cheyenne. So good to see you. All right. So in the cabinet, check out what my mom had saved. And look, there's her handwriting. There's book two. <laughs> and of course, the one that we're celebrating today is book one, The Four Musketeers and the Great Egypt Escape. So my mom did not have a personal computer. And every time that I would work with a book, so excited to share it with my mom. She was one of my biggest supporters of all time. And I would print copy everything for her. And then she would go and get my favorite color, of course, purple. And she would get purple folders and she would put my books in them. 
And guys, these were like stored away. And I don't have them on digital at all. So you know what happens over time? You're talking, you know, 15 years and you get a computer that crashes and you may lose files. So these books were just pretty much out of sight, out of mind. I completely forgot about them. And then when I saw the folders, my heart just leapt for joy because I knew what they were. I have tons of them. They're all underneath the desk. And there were stories that I had written so long ago. And I was so like, so thrilled to be able to see the folders there. And I'm like, look at the gifts that my mom continued to leave for me. So, yeah. So Tish, yes, I know. She's amazing. She's such an amazing mom. So here we go. And I have the original. <laughs> well, I want to let you guys know that when I first got these home and I started looking through it, I was like, okay. I, I was cringing just a little bit. I was like, um, these are a little rough. But the story was so cute and the story was there. So I was like, well, I've got them. I have to honor my mom. I have to honor that experience with her. So I was like, I'm going to save them. I'm going to start publishing them right away. I knew that I was not going to wait. And over the July 4th weekend, and this is how fast this turnaround is, guys. And I want to share that with you. So over the July 4th weekend, I knew I didn't have to. I was working summer enrichment. So, um, Shay, I'm a teacher and I had signed up to teach summer school. And I was working with summer enrichment program for literacy. And y'all, I was like swamped with work. I was so tired when I would get home. I was teaching full days. And I was like, how am I going to, what am I going to do? How am I going to take care of these books? And then when I saw on the calendar that we were getting out for July 5th, and it was going to be the 4th and the 5th weekend, I was like, okay, I'm going to spend all day Saturday with the boys and my husband. And then, oh, look. Hey, Michelle. Oh, I love you. Oh, Eli got me new eyeshadow. I'll send you the link. There's the best eyeshadow in the world. We got it from Amazon. It's so good to see you, Michelle. So, Michelle, I was just telling all about how I found these in a cabinet. Um, and there's Mama's handwriting. You see it. Look how beautiful. Um, and, yeah, y'all get to see Lynn as my middle name because she would put Jennifer Lynn on everything. Um, I think I told y'all that story about where Lynn came from. But over the July 4th and 5th weekend, I knew that I was just going to sit down and I was going to start typing. So I hit chapter one and I was like, "Ooh, this thing is rough. So I was like, I'm going to go. Oh, hey, Eli. Eli's on his lunch break really quick. He's popped in. Love you, dear. Thanks for all your support for everything that you do for me. Um, and so over that weekend, you know, I spent time with the family on Saturday and then on Sunday it was to it and I would write a chapter and then Eli knows it. I would have to get up to try to give my screen time a rest. I would write a chapter. I'd take a break. I'd come back and write a chapter and I'd take a break. And on that Sunday and Monday, I completed the book. So I remember texting Tish 
Like I knew it that Sunday. I just felt it in my spirit. It was like contact Tish. I was like, Eli, I'm going to let Tish. I've got to talk to Tish. I want her to do the book cover. So I started texting Tish right away. And Tish was just so amazing and just stepped up to that call. I had already prayed about it. I felt it in my spirit. Tish, I kind of knew. Uh, Nick is here. Nick, the famous man alongside the famous lady. <laughs> yes, he is my heart and soul. So, Tish, I want to thank you for just following your lead, too, to step in and help me with the cover design. Because, guys, Tish was fantastic, fantastic at this work. And it was so much fun working with you, Tish. And so, Tish sent me a cover. And I loved it, like, right away. I was like, oh, my gosh. I knew it was like, Tish, I knew it. I knew it. And then Tish sent me this cover and it was like whoa wow and it just got better and i didn't think it would be and i was like tish you are just fabulous and so tish look at that guys look michelle it's just absolutely gorgeous so tish had this done yes nick tish did the whole wrap and everything yeah, it is so much. It's fun. It's so geared towards children. Um, I just, I'm so excited uh, to be able to share the book with everybody, but it is a complete package, y'all, from cover and everything. Yep, Nick, you got your cousin right there. See, see Tish, you might as well just start lining them up. Guys, her, her business is 30 Quills Press. I am just shouting you to the rooftops, Tish, to everybody, so... So, yeah, you'll do it. Um, Eli said, uh, thanks to everybody for being here to the reveal. Oh, yep. See, an adorable cover. I'm telling you. Tish is fabulous. So, for two days, I sat and I wrote the book. And then I start beta readers right away. So, that is a part of the Monarch Method. That is a part of my process of how I write novels from start to finish. And I don't care if it's my children's book or if it's the crime thriller, the Sunday killer that I just wrote. And it's released in August 31st. I wrote it last year. So, not just wrote, but <laughs> I wrote it last November during NaNo. But no matter if it is an adult novel, middle grades, YA, to children's chapter books, I use the same method over and over again. And that is when I start with chapter one and I start typing, I start sharing. So I want to thank all of my beta readers right now, from Kim to Aunt Dot to Tish to Michelle. All of you guys always are the best beta readers for me. You guys always step up and um, really encourage me. And I just love to send the book out right away. So I put it into the Writing Warriors for Jesus. I've got it in there, Nick. So, so Nick, hopefully you'll be able to win today and I'll be able to send you one, Nick. Um but for the boys, definitely. I hope they love it. Um, you have to let me know. So I put it into the Writing Warriors for Jesus group because they always have first access to all of the books that I'm writing as I'm writing. And I was getting some great feedback. And Eli put up with me and I read each chapter 
after I would type, I would read it aloud to Eli. And guys, I'm going to tell you, Eli would cackle out loud. Like he would laugh out loud, Tish. And of course, Tish was like, Tish, you could say it in the chat, but Tish is like, okay, I could see this as little Eli <laughs> in the book and me being the teacher in there too. Um, but she could just get Eli's personality through the book. It's hilarious. But Eli was laughing throughout. And I was like, okay, if I can make Eli laugh, then that means that maybe it's going to be funny enough, right? Oh, Tish said that she was laughing out loud too. So Eli, you weren't the only one. So this was a legit fun book to write. Like I had the best time writing it. And it was not just because it was funny. You know, the humor is throughout the book, but it was because it was so meaningful to me because my mom had saved the book. So she, you know, not only did she save the Great Egypt Escape, but she saved the one for Ancient Greece. So if you guys, um, if you know that this took me two days to put this one uh, from start to finish, writing my chapters out, um, I've already got the completed book for part two. So you can see it, the Four Musketeers and the Twelve Labors. And it's not changing <laughs> as far as title goes. I'm going to still honor that time that I had with my mom from this. But I'm sure that um, there might be a few things that I might have to clean up in here. Just because back in the day, I didn't quite know a lot about craft and dialogue tags and uh, skipping through time. Uh, they do travel through time, but it was hilarious. Like they'd be one minute here and the next minute they're at the bus stop. And I'm like, wait, they're getting their bikes by the bus stop. How did they get from here to there? It's hilarious. So guys, yeah, I love to see the growth. And Tish knows that too. We talk about our author craft and growing and writing. And as we continue to learn and develop, we're always tackling on new ideas, new projects, but we grow every single time that we write a book and we grow every time that we read a book. So between now and um, gosh, between probably 2005, maybe all that well, maybe even earlier than that, maybe gosh, I'm trying to think what years it could have been. It was early when I wrote this. So um, that's a lot of reading and a lot of writing books since then. And growing is the challenge, but it's also the journey and it's also the joy. So it was fun to go back and read this in the cringe kind of way. <laughs> but it was also just liberating because I could reflect back and just see how much I've grown. And so I felt really, you know, just tickled throughout this whole process to write the book. And I hope you guys can just feel my joy through the screen. And knowing that I've got a box of these folders that mama had saved for me. <sighs> of books that I just thought were gone and they're here to stay. And now this one's out on shelves and you can get it where books are sold. So I'm super excited uh, to kind of share all of that with you guys. All right. I want to share my screen again. 
because I when I have my launch parties, you know, I do this as almost like a teaching for other authors too. I can't help it. Author coach forever, right? Um, I love to have the slideshow so that way I can make sure that in my excitement, I don't forget to honor the people that made this possible. And one of the inspirations behind the Four Musketeers, it's from Union, my time when I was a teacher at Union Elementary School. So I taught at Union Elementary School for five years. And each year, my students had to put up with me teaching about ancient Egypt. And we would have centers and we would read the Magic Tree House. I don't know if you guys have ever read the Magic Tree House Mummies in the Morning. So that's one of my favorite children's series books of all time by Mary Pope Osborne. Not only was it very successful for me, you know, as a teacher and um, a teacher of literacy to be able to encourage students to write and to read because there would be writing that I could pair along with the books. It's all about time travel. But I absolutely love the history, too. So it has the history component as well with that series. And I just thought the books were fun and they were predictable and patterned. And my students just would gobble them up. So thanks to Mary Pope Osborne for Mummies in the Morning, because then I could create a wonderful month of ancient Egypt all around that anchor text. So, guys, I got to tell y'all the story. So I had a set of twins and man, they were both with me, y'all. And I built these big pyramids to go in the classroom. And so Tish, when you, Tish is the one that's read the book. Tish, this is a true story. <laughs> I built these gigantic pyramids. And, it, you know, I used like the dowel rods and I kind of made like the teepee. And I had all this hieroglyphics all drawn around it. So it was super, super cool. Right. And I used them as reading centers so the students could crawl in and together we could read. So I had them set up in the room. And one day I was just in the in the classroom and the kids had all gone and I was you know, cleaning up and putting up my supplies on the desk. And I started hearing whistling. Now, y'all listen, I love horror. I do. But when you're alone in your classroom and you start hearing some bird noises, you start getting a little concerned, especially when you're talking about like in the book, like you have a cat that's coming along with you. And I'm like, OK, wait a minute. What is happening? How did a bird get in here? And I'm kind of starting to panic a little bit. And it's getting louder and louder and louder. And I, I keep going, where is it coming from? And I'm looking everywhere. <laughs> One of those twins. I know you know where this is going. One of those twins had crawled into that tent and actually got me, scared me. And I flipped that flap and he was sitting in there whistling. Oh, my gosh. They picked at me about that for like the whole year. And so that kid, every now and again, as a joke, he would just make some whistling noises in the classroom. And we were just all cut up. So, yeah, that was a true story. So when you are reading about Miss Eichner, and I'll talk to you guys about that, having an Egyptian celebration in the class and uh, baking clay, scarab beetles, we did all of that. We made scarab beetles in the classroom out of clay. So a lot, and we had food and just all kinds of activities. 
we had to read hieroglyphics so when you see a lot of that in here it was actually my classroom for five years that i would have different celebrations and of course you know i did ancient greece and we would dress up and we would learn all about the greek gods and goddesses and all of the folk tales and myths and legends those were hugely popular for elementary school students and so i would try to find any kind of way that i could to promote that in story so the topics that the four musketeers are going to be going through like the different types of history can be very applicable for the classroom and even if it's not for you know your homeschool class or for your school classroom it's just fun for families to read so i'm really excited and i wanted to thank uh, all of the students and the faculty um everybody that i worked with at union elementary school you guys were absolutely amazing and i just had a ball um, being able to have units like that that could just bring reading to life for students so yep there you go for uh, union elementary and the great egypt escape because while i was working there that is when i actually wrote the book and so that tells you how long ago it is guys i've been teaching 21 years and union was one of the first schools after i graduated from nc state when i got my masters and i went back home it was one of the first schools that i worked at so you're talking you know the early 2000s yeah this book is like 20 years old <laughs> Um, but it was just it was just so fun to rewrite and shape and and just see where it took me and it's just to me one of my favorite experiences in writing so I want to thank the school for that so I want to go back and I want to challenge everybody in the chat oh Nick oh look Nick said I got to read the chats now um, Oh, yes, Nick. I'm going to help you so much with homeschool. Trust me on that. I'm going to be your resource, Nick. So, yes, doing the units is so much fun. All right. I've caught up with the chat. Okay. So, for our first giveaway, I would love it if you could tell me a funny experience that happened to you. Maybe when you were in elementary school or middle school or high school, can you think of something fun, something funny that might have happened? Let's see if you guys have a funny, a funny little story. I know we've got to have one funny, one funny. And if you don't have one to tell, if you've got like a funny, clean joke, to add if you guys since we're talking about funny stories and one of the biggest elements in here is adventure and humor if you've got a fun joke to tell you can go google a quick joke we can do joke time uh yep isn't it great how we can create stories that we come back to years later yes words matter michelle <laughs> So, yeah, see if we can find a funny joke. I'm going to see if I can find one. Let's go looking up one. A funny joke. Get us laughing, y'all. Get us laughing. 
Oh, let's see. We'll find one we can tell to the boys, Nick. Hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got a funny one. It's so, so corny, but I'm going to read it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Tish. Okay. Tish said, I used to pretend to be Elvis Presley at an all-girls Catholic school. I would get on the desk and do, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. And I got busted by the nun. <laughs> you would jump on the desk. Oh, my gosh. Tish, I'm so trying to imagine you do that. It would be hilarious. I know you had the whole class cracking up. I know you did. Okay. Okay, y'all, this one is just so corny. Okay. Have you heard about Pharaoh's new chef? Guess what his name is. So corny. His name is Gordon Ramesses. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so cheesy. Oh my gosh. Oh. You would be in your skirt and penny loafers and the class would crack up. I bet. I bet. Oh, what is a mummy's favorite kind of music? Yeah, it's so corny, Tish. Tish, I can't stop. I can't stop. I'm going to give one more. What is a mummy's favorite kind of music? <laughs> Rap music, W-R-A-P. Sorry, I had to. These are so corny. Okay. Okay, yeah. Oh, Lordy. Look at this one. Who does, a, who does the mummy go to for moral support to his mummy? He's the mummy, the mummy. I don't, yeah. I'm on kid jokes online. That's what you get when you just like randomly like start doing jokes online and you don't have anything pre-planned for that. So, all right, Tish, you won and yours is coming in the mail, but I want to be able to give you a gift card. So I am giving you a gift card to Starbucks lady. So I know you're going to enjoy that. So I will be, um, uh, you got what? So you like the one about rap music. Ha ha. All right, Tish. I'm putting your name down on my winner list. All right, Tish. You get a Starbucks card for me. You and the girls can go get some Starbucks on the house. So yay. Good story, Tish. Loved it. Yes, coffee. Yeah, see, see, look, LOL. Yay. You and the girls have fun at Starbucks. All right, guys. I am going to share my screen again. Share my screen again. And so I want to say that on the back of the cover, you guys are going to see Monarch. And it says Books That Matter. And that is the logo of my publishing company, Monarch Educational Services, where we publish books for middle grade and YA. So I'm really excited to be able to share that the Four Musketeers and the Great Egypt Escape is now going to be placed on the website and it's going to be shouted out as an easy reader because that's exactly what this is for ages eight and up. So it is going to be considered an early middle grade. The students are entering into fifth grade. So this would be great for um, family reads all the way up to fifth grade.
But so, yeah, Nick, you can definitely read this one out loud to the boys. The boys would get a kick out of it. So, Tish, I want to thank you again at 30 Quills Press for your book cover design. Absolutely amazing. And I would like to give a special thanks to Sally Shoup. She was my editor on this project, as she is on pretty much all of my projects. And I want to thank Sally for the care that and the time that she took and the encouragement and all of the happy notes that she gave me as we went back and forth to polish and clean up the Four Musketeers. So thank you so much, Sally, for all you've done. So I would like to know, do you guys like books or movies about time travel? I'm just interested to see because I've always loved it. You guys know that I wrote a magical Christmas wedding where Mac travels back to 1955. That's to honor my parents' marriage year. So I have time travel in the Bridges series when they travel back to Scotland so here I am doing another time travel book, which I'm sure you're not surprised by. And now the four musketeers get to travel through time, but it is through their art closet at school. And I'm going to tell you, Tish, I did work at an elementary school where I had a closet that you probably could like walk in and it would probably take you to some Narnia place. That's how big that closet was. So I actually had a huge art closet, a big storage closet in one of those uh, classrooms that I used to work in. So when I was doing my um, student teaching. So I'd love it if you guys could share because I'm always on the lookout for time travel books, time travel movies. Eli and I for research well, you guys know, of course, Magic Treehouse is like number one for me. So I've reread Magic Treehouse as an adult. I read them in homeschool. So, Nick, I would really encourage you to get that series for the boys. But I also have read it as an adult because when I was working the McGill School series, I also used them as a comparable title. So I love Magic Treehouse. It's fun to read them again. So I reread those. We watched Time Warp Trio. So that's on YouTube. And uh, Eli actually watched the one about the mummy. Um, and so we watched the Ancient Egypt Time Warp Trio as another time travel series for kids. And that one was pretty old, but it was still applicable for me to check out. So I would love to hear your thoughts. I know that I love the Meg Ryan movie. Um Kate and Leopold. I don't know if you guys have seen that. That was an adult movie, um, but it's a great movie. And I love that time travel movie. And I'm trying to think, you know, other than Narnia, like Narnia, key for me. We read it in homeschool. It is such an amazing book. Um, I love The Magician's Nephew. That one, actually, when I started the, the series, I thought it was just a line, the witch in the wardrobe. Like I didn't know. And then I found out, wait, we've got to read the magician's nephew. And I read that and the line, the witch in the wardrobe, just top books of my life. So I will say, of course, you know, you have to bring up Narnia when you're talking about time travel or fantasy worlds and uh, C.S. Lewis. Uh, he set that bar high for us authors. So I won't reach that, but I will tell you, um, it's been a big inspiration for me behind the scenes and in my research. All right, guys. So we are going to be holding a contest all this week. 
So the poetry contest is for you guys to write a poem about friendship because in this book, in the book series, we've got Shannon, Eli, Ethan, and Parker, and they are four best friends. And you have to celebrate friendship when you talk about the four musketeers. And so I would love it if you could honor and celebrate a friend or the topic of friendship and send it to me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. And with your permission, if you go ahead and send that to me um, by Saturday. So Saturday, we're having our conference. So if I can get those in um, by Saturday evening on Sunday morning, I can wake up and read your poetry. And with your permission, I would love to make banners and be able to post them up on my social media sites. And that way on the 29th, that would give me an amazing, not the 29th, I'm looking at the wrong date. On August the 8th, that would be a great way to celebrate and just to continue to celebrate the book is to be able to get poems from you about friendship. So if you guys can get them in to me by August the 7th, and then I will do giveaways for people who send them to me. So email at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. Well, all right, guys, before I close up the party, I wanted to read chapter one to everybody. So let's see what time we've got. Oh, wow. It's been like 1230. Oh, let's see. Somewhere in time. Oh, Oh, the lake house. Oh, oh, I've got to go back. I got to go back. Oh, yay. Yay. Yes. So the book is set for ages eight and up, but for a family read, I mean, kindergarten up. Like, seriously, this is a great family read. Yes. The time traveling love. Oop. Dinosaurs before dark have read it. So, you know, I've done a unit on that before, Nick. Love it. Oh, let's just already say Quantum Leap. Eli already knows it. Um, binged that one like, what, two years ago, I think. We watched all the episodes. So, I have never heard of Kindred. Mm, but, yeah, Quantum Leap, Michelle. Yeah, Kindred Spirits, you and I on that one. And I forgot, I can't believe I didn't talk about the lake house. I made Eli watch the lake house. <laughs> I made him. I forced him. Sandra Bullock is one of my favorite authors, like for real. Oh, I love the lake house so much, like so much. And Somewhere in Time. Love that. Oh, Nick, it was your mom's favorite. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it's just an awesome movie, guys. Awesome movie. Well, all right, guys, I wanted to, oh, it was upside down. I want to read the blurb to you guys, and then I want to read chapter one. Four best friends plan to pull off the coolest prank at McGregor Elementary during their fifth grade Egyptian celebration. They didn't expect the art closet to be a portal, trances, lightning, mummified arms, and magic take Shannon, Eli, Ethan, and Parker back in time to save their teacher and the queen. Will they be trapped forever in the tomb, or can they read their way out of the mess they are in? Follow the four musketeers on their first adventure, where history, suspense, and adventure awaits. Ha <laughs> ha. Here we go, guys. 
So if you want to know like the publishing behind this, I will let you guys know that. So there's the first page. Here's other books by me. There's watch for more. Go to my website, jenlowrywrites.com. And of course, it has Monarch Press there. Oh, yes, it's, got, it's all about literacy, Michelle. You know, <laughs> can they read their way out? Just like that part. <laughs> okay, here's the copyright page. And here's uh, to Eli for dreaming with me and laughing out loud. To Solomon and Sam, those are my boys, for being my sweethearts forever. To Aunt Dot for being my greatest cheerleader. To Mama. For saving this book and holding my hand and to daddy for showing me why writing books matters all right guys so here is the design and if you guys want to know like what company I went through for this one so each chapter heading it's just absolutely beautiful I went through, oh, there's Eli's back <laughs> with hearts. <laughs> I went through draft to digital for ebook and print on this one. So, all right, chapter one. Miss Eichner reminded her students just as the final bell for the day rang, class, don't forget to bring in your old dolls or action figures so we can turn them into mummies just like the ancient Egyptians did over 3,000 years ago. Ethan asked, but can't we find a way for a more realistic project instead of toilet paper wraps, like creating a substance that could be similar to brain slime so we can puncture holes in their noses and pull the goo out? Miss Eichner laughed. Nah, I think we will save that for science class next year with Mr. Steele. How about you write a five-page report about the mummification process and turn it in by Friday? He groaned. I'm not that interested in the subject. A poem will do, she winked. He grabbed his backpack and slid it on his shoulder. I'll pass. I've got an old Hulk I'd like to mummify. I'm good. Basic is good. Michelle, you know the Hulk is my guy, so I had to put Hulk in there. <laughs> I thought so, said Miss Eichner, as she shooed them all out of the door. Have a wonderful evening. Parker and Ethan met in the hallway in front of classroom seven and eight and gave each other their special handshake. Parker said, two weeks in the fifth grade, and I'm already wishing it was summer. I can't believe we didn't all get the same class. Shannon bounced up behind them with her hairbrush in hand, trying to tame her long hair that always had a mind of its own. What's up, Parker? Is your class having an Egyptian celebration tomorrow, too? No, he grumbled. We are having a multiplication and division race. Mr. Oxendine acts like it's the coolest event ever, but it just makes my brain hurt. I wish I had Miss Eitner as a teacher. This year is going to be awful. Eli's eyes were gleaming as he came up to the group of best friends. He was up to something. Eli was always up to something. I think I have an idea. Shannon said, not again. 
Last time, you had us cleaning up the lunch tables for a week. It was worth every swipe, said Parker. What do you have in mind? Eli smiled wider. They all knew when Eli smiled, he was up to something mischievous, but fun. <laughs> Tish said, Eli, how cute. We're reading about little Eli. <laughs> he leaned in. I've got a plan. Trust me. Let's get out of here. Shannon said, I can hang out for an hour before homework time and supper. Ethan replied, we had no homework. She told us to bring a toy. What do you need to do for that? Choices, said Shannon. And I am still researching ancient Egypt on my own. We watched a documentary last night. It was all about the great queens of Egypt. McGregor Elementary School is a thing of the past, said Eli. Put it all behind you, Shannon. He turned to Parker and said, You'll do great in the multiplication race. You got to win that race for the four musketeers tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Tish, my Elvis fan, you got to win that race. Uh, that's an Elvis reference right there. Eli has, uh, has sang that little tune a time or two. So I had to put it in the book. Miss <laughs> Eitner, which is actually my maiden name. So I'm honoring my mama by making sure the teacher was named that. Called from the crosswalk as they hopped on their bikes. So, what are the four Conrads up to this afternoon? Eli narrowed his eyes. Did you hear about the plan? How? Parker nudged him. Seriously, dude? She's just being nice. You will give everything away before we even know what's up. Shannon pulled her hair into a ponytail. We're going to the library to read more about ancient Egypt for our class party tomorrow. I can't wait. Eli gave Shannon a side look and frowned. Miss Eichner beamed. Oh, there is an excellent book that shows the actual hieroglyphs from the Book of the Dead. You can even read some of the ancient curses and rituals if you dare. Just don't get any ideas about walking through the tomb entrances. Check out what happened to King Tut's excavation of his tomb. I'm reading a story about it tomorrow, but I think you might find it interesting on your own. Ask yourself this, curse or coincidence? You decide. Miss Eichner took out a pen and note from her pocketbook and wrote down the name of the book. She handed it to Shannon, the most responsible of the musketeers. Shannon patted her book bag. I've got extra research and folders right here. I can't wait to get that book. I'm sure it will be great. They waved to Miss Eitner and Parker said, well, she is a little over the top. Maybe Mr. Oxendine isn't that bad. He's pretty chill. Ethan said as they rode down the sidewalk, I really like our teacher, but she acts a little strange, doesn't she? It's almost like she's too much of an expert on Egypt. Shannon defended her favorite teacher. Nothing excites Miss Eitner more than mummies. Exactly. That's weird, said Ethan. Something isn't right with our teacher. Did you see how she just disappeared at lunch yesterday? Just poof, gone. One minute, she was in the backpack closet. And the next minute, she wasn't there with us. She's out of sight. Parker said, 
I want to go to Jack's place for a hot dog. My son's best friend's name is Jack. So uh, Jack's place is the restaurant in the town. That's probably what your teacher did. She ran out during lunch to go get a hot dog for herself. Can we poof go now? I'm starving. Shannon said, I guess we can stop by to eat before going to the library. Eli asked, are we seriously going to the library? I thought you said that just to distract her from my slip up. Ethan could make the best plans, but it was also hard for him to keep a secret. Well, I want to tell you about my plan. It's brilliant. Parker yelled behind his shoulder as he pedaled faster for the corner diner. The best plans are made over hot dogs. And libraries, said Shannon. Did you know the great library of Alexandria made Egypt one of the best places to go for learning? It was the largest in the ancient world. I bet many brilliant plans were made there. Not over an empty stomach, said Eli. I'm with Parker. Parker pulled up to the bike rack and clicked his lock. As soon as Ethan, Eli, and Shannon secured their bikes, he held up his hands and they all came together for their handshake. I'm with all of you, said Parker, and that is the only way I'm going to survive fifth grade. They chanted, one for all and all for one. Four musketeers, get it done. Together we fall, together we stand. Through it all, best friends till the end. Chapter one, the four musketeers and the great Egypt escape. <laughs> I absolutely like, I love to hug books that matter to me. So I get to hug this book anytime I want. I'm just going to take it off the shelf and possibly just hug it um, because this is a book that matters. And now you guys know why. One, the way it was found in a drawer, in a purple folder that my mom had saved. That's one of the reasons why it matters. Two, it's a way that I can honor my mom, my classroom experiences, my husband. So it's a book that matters to me. And I hope that you like it too. So, all right, guys, I want to thank you for joining me for my book launch. Ah, uh, Michelle. She said the characters came through in the words. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes, I think it's adorable too. Yay, Tish. Yes, Miss Eigner is full of surprises in this story. And Tish knows how it ends. So, so thank you, Tish, for reading and experience it all with me and for the amazing book cover. One more time. We're celebrating. So I do want to... Um, say at the back of the book past the bio i have the first chapter of ghoul school added in the case of the missing coffin so i did put chapter one in there as a sneak peek for another one of my early reader chapter book series for students so and kids so i'm super excited the teacher's guide is going to be coming out soon so stay tuned for updates. You can follow me on all of my social media sites at Jen Lowry Writes. And you can go to my website, jenlowrywrites.com. You can sign up for my newsletter when I'll get that teacher's guide out to everybody. So that way, Nick, it's going to have a companion to go along with it, just like the Raptor Revolution does. So when the boys get a little older and you're ready to start talking about 
war and the revolutionary war with the boys. I already got a unit planned for you, Nick. I already got it already mapped out. So, and uh, I will send you guys the Raptor. So, all right. Um, thank you all for being here. And I hope that you guys have a blessed day. And thanks for joining me for my lunch launch party. So, I'll see you guys. Hugs. Love y'all. Love y'all. Yes, yeah, Neek. <laughs>